Malika Mohan and wonderful to talk to you and uh, you're looking lovely as always. How are you doing and I hope your family and you are safe and healthy. Thank you so much. <laughs> nice to talk to you and you guys are doing fine. They're doing healthy. The world's opened up a little bit post the lockdown so they've started working again. So yeah. <laughs> well as a Bombay Tamil we're always very keen on Pongal releases and uh, you know Masters as big as it gets. I mean it's Talapati Vijay coming together with Vijay Sethupathi and there's you in it. I'm very curious how do you get cast in Master Malavika? Do you have to go through a round of auditions or do you know the director or the casting company? Let's start with that. Oh uh, no, I didn't have to go through any audition and in fact so my first film in Tamil is Peta. I had a small part in that and I did the film because I really I think Karthik Subraj is a really good filmmaker and working with Rajnikanth sir was on my bucket list you know and when you're offered a film with Rajnikanth sir you don't know if you're going to go get an offer like that again or not and even though it was a small part I thought the part had some meat in it like okay you know she's got a couple of cool scenes so if I nail that then you know that's good and thankfully that plan worked and I got a lot of messages and a lot of calls from a lot of Tamil industry people uh, I think more than the audience I got a procession from the industry people for Peter and Jagadish who's now my Tamil manager and he's also ventured into production he's the co-producer of Master so he reached out to me and uh, he started managing my work in Tamil and that's when they were also casting for Master and they were looking for a fresh pairing opposite Vijay sir and he called me to Chennai one day to meet Lokesh Kanagaraj so I don't know they wanted to do a look test I don't know if you know they would be making me read scenes or something so I go there and you know Lokesh starts talking about the script and halfway into it I realize it's like a pitch you know like he's like this is the script would you like to do it and I was like hell yeah <laughs> I want to do it and uh, yeah that's how it happened it was just serendipity <laughs> well I noticed that Vijay went on stage during the audio launch and he said what a pleasure it was working with Malavika but he also did mention saying that you know he'd love for you to work on your Tamil I thought you did a pretty good job with your first Tamil speech in that very audio launch you know you held your own so that's a compliment to you how are you doing in, in the language department I mean it's not easy for a Malayali girl who grew up in Bombay to kind of adapt to Tamil or other alternate languages. How are you doing in that department? So I find it like for instance because I'm a even though I've grown up in Bombay entirely I have grown up with two very Malayali parents and we speak Malayalam at home. We don't speak Hindi or English or anything at home. So like it's similar to Tamil right the syllables are similar words like enaka and you know like a few words are similar to the language. It would have been tougher had I had to learn an entirely different language like Bengali say for instance like I don't know ABCD of that language you know but Tamil I knew a few words so then I had to like start picking up more and for both my films I've worked extensively with translators I've sat down and like written everything in Devnagiri so that I know how to pronounce every word while performing learn the meaning of every word so I know what to enunciate what to stress on when I'm you know saying the line so because of that I was picking up Tamil pretty quick after shooting for like two three months and had the pandemic not happened had I done like two three Tamil films back to back I would have definitely picked up the language in a span of I think six months like very fluently so yeah, now it's like but, starting over yeah <laughs> but you know life has presented you with an opportunity to learn on the job but I know for a lot of Bombay girls for example Isha who's working in Malayalam cinema she's taking online courses and things like that so now in that aspect it's become 
become a lot easier to pick up a language, especially if you are already speaking one language in the south of the Vindhya. So a good start there in that audio launch. That's what I've got to tell you as far as your Tamil skills are concerned. You know, this is like I said, Malvika, it's a huge one. I mean, it's a Pongal release. It's got both the Vijays. Do you feel your time has come? Are you viewing this with a bit of caution? Because, you know, people will turn around and say, hey, you know, your time has come. This is big. Just keep signing movies. Others will say, be a little cautious. What is your approach going to be? You know, I think I finally reached a stage in my career where I'm enjoying the journey too much to be thinking about what to do or what to feel. Like right now, we've started the promotions. There is so much of excitement. Like every little thing you put out on social media, every little tweet, you know, there's absolute madness and mayhem on social media. There's so much, you know, you can sense the excitement that people have. You're reading what they're like, what they're, what they're commenting, what they're tweeting. You're reading all of that. It's, it's like people are waiting to celebrate, you know, like it's an infectious energy. And, you know, there's so much excitement that I'm not really being pragmatic, but is there a way to be pragmatic? You don't know, right? Like the film releases and then you'll see what happens. So right now I'm just enjoying, you know, the pre-release buzz. That's nice, living for the moment. So you want to just describe your character to me? I mean, it's obvious given from the trailer that Vijay himself plays a professor, a master. So what is your character and just the background? So she's a young professor, like this girl who's out of maybe like she's finished a course herself and she's joined the college to teach. There isn't so much, the movie doesn't really focus so much on the background of the character, but it focuses more on where she takes the story, you know, like what she does and what effect that has on what's going to happen next so it sort of focuses on that more you know that's where like she takes the plot line forward in certain ways i can say that uh, but there isn't so much of a background to speak of per se and to know uh, where she takes the story you'll have to watch the film so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, waiting for that to happen vijay at the start of his career was a but a bit of a, a shy kind of guy and now many films down the line he's a massive superstar so i want you to talk about talapati vijay what kind of guy is he this massive curiosity amongst his fans especially in you know north of the Vindhyas and of course then come to Vijay Setupati the other Vijay and tell us a little bit about him so with Vijay Setupati this is my second movie in Tamil and this is my second movie in Tamil with Vijay Setupati but unfortunately I haven't had the chance to share the screen with him I haven't had any you know scenes with him in both the films so I haven't interacted with him much yet unfortunately I'm hoping that changes a few months down the line but with Vijay Sir um, you use the right word he was shy and he's still he's reserved he He's quiet, but he's really sweet. He likes being around new people and uh, he's up for anything, you know. You tell him that, you know, like we have a group of like four or five people. So if we say, hey, why don't we go do this? Or, you know, why don't we go to this restaurant for dinner? He's always up for things and new experiences. And not to mention that, you know, like he's the most approachable superstar I have ever seen. You know, you can walk up to him anytime. You can talk to him. He's always there. He's listening to you. He doesn't disappear into his own world after he's done with the shot. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, those are wonderful qualities. Uh, I've spoken to Bombay girls who've worked down south, uh, Malavika, you know, and they say that people are simpler, more rooted, lesser egos. Others say that, you know, they expect earlier starts like a 5am or a 6am shift. You want to talk about the differences now that you've worked in Tamil, Malayalam, bit of Telugu and of course here in Bombay. So differences between working elsewhere and working in Tamil cinema. One quality that I really like about the Tamil culture, Tamilians in general, is that is the importance that's given to humility. No matter how successful you are, no matter how popular you are, there is, you know, people like you only if you're humble. Arrogance or being snooty is not considered cool. Tantrums are not considered cool. 
which is a great way to be you know it's good to be kind it's good to be humble that is something i really like about the tamil film industry because both these superstars that i worked with so far like iconic superstars rajni sir and vijay sir are two of the most humble people i've met in my life you know and two of the most approachable people i've met in my life i mean that's quite something right like they must be living such busy life like everyone wants a piece of them and you know they, they still give you their time they still give you their attention uh, which is not easy to do i don't know how they do it <laughs> you debuted in malayalam cinema opposite dulkar salman i spent a lot of time with him during the release of the zoya factor as well as uh, karwa two hindi films that he did i kind of like him gentleman loves his cars must have been wonderful for both of you early on in your career to work together talk to me a little bit about dulkar oh that was a while back <laughs> but uh, Uh, it was amazing to have especially as your first co-star you know and i remember him telling me while we were shooting for the film and we'd gotten along like a house on fire you know he's gone abroad he studied i've grown up in bombay so our wavelengths our tastes matched when it came to a lot of things you know so we got along like we became such good friends and we shot together for quite some time we shot together for almost 60 days and we shot in all these beautiful locations like alappi the backwoods of kerala ooty so sometimes like he would be driving to the location and he would be like hey malu you know why don't you hop on just come with me you know and i remember him telling me that most actors are not this sweet to their co-stars i have spoiled like you're going to be spoiled when you work with more people you realize how sweet i <laughs> like i remember him jokingly saying that <laughs> but he is right you know very few people i worked with after that in malayalam like they've been nice but you know nobody's been as friendly as he has been and i'm very glad that i got to experience i got to share my first film with him i believe you're a biker i've seen pictures of you ride a motorcycle a royal enfield when did you first ride a motorcycle and what's <laughs> your favorite machine and your favorite ride if you've been on any if you've done any long distance ones that is malavika i was always very obsessed with learning how to drive and how to ride from a very young age and my mom always kept saying that you know you're you're not doing any of that till you're 18 I mean, for obvious reasons till you don't have a license so the day i turned 18 the same week i applied for a license and you know i went to a driving school learned how to drive and my mom like most other moms is very against me riding a bike she's like it's not safe but you know when you're 18 you want to rebel you know you want to do stuff <laughs> without listening to your mom so i had a friend in my building who had and i really wanted to learn how to ride a bike and i didn't have one obviously and one of my friends he had a bike and he happened to have a royal enfield so that was the only bike available to me to so i've learned how to ride on a royal enfield which is like one of the heaviest bikes that is there so after learning on that when i started like handling like yamaha like the lighter ones it was like cake walk it was like oh that's it <laughs> you know so, so i would say yamaha or whatever i would be like oh this is so light and you know and all these boys would be looking at me like oh my god she's on a bike you know because it's it's still a rare sight right it's like even though women, women do everything <laughs> you see a girl on a bike and people are still like oh you know <laughs> so uh, but i really like riding in fact i've tried taking trips to ladakh to ride around that terrain and i have done that a couple of times and it's so amazing it's just you it's the breeze on your face and it's it's just so liberating in a way so i don't have a particular bike that i like i think i like the activity more than the you know i'm not an enthusiast of like wanting to collect different kinds of bike or anything like you give me a bike i want to ride you know <laughs> that's interesting so you're more for the experience than the actual the machine yeah, yeah. I, i want to just come back to petra the rajnikanth starer i know 
know you were cast opposite Sasi Kumar, but you know you must have spent enough time on the sets to understand, get a semblance of what superstar Rajnikanth is all about. You did mention humility. Other than humility, is there anything else you picked up? I mean, even on the sidelines, when you see a man like him, you know his process or how he is. You want to share some of that? Yeah, I mean, he's like a he's somebody we've been seeing since you know, like since I've been a kid. He's a phenomenon. He's a like even an icon. Honestly, feels like an understatement for somebody like Rajnikanth. Like what is like what term? He's larger than life, you know. So when you're getting to see somebody like that in person, like I was savoring every moment I had around him. So after my shot would be done, and even Rajni said he doesn't go back to his vanity van after he's done with the shot. Like he'll sit, he and he likes talking to people. He's a talker. He loves talking, and it's so interesting to listen to his conversations. So I would try like every chance I would get, I would just like want to be around him. I would take a chair, and you know, and he, he himself would be like Malavika, come here, come here, sit here, you know. Or so I would come go sit next to him, and there was Nawazuddin Siddiqui in the film as well. It was a, a multi-starer, right? So all of us would be sitting, and you know, he would be talking about his experiences, about his past movie. Like, Like you know, films he's done like twenty, thirty years back. Certain things that would have happened on set back in the day, or you know, like these little anecdotes, these things that you wouldn't get to hear otherwise. And yeah, so even I wouldn't like go back to my set hotel. Like I would try to be on set as much as I could just to spend time around him. And we got along quite well, if I may say so. Initially, he was being very sweet, but he was like, okay, you know, there's this new girl. She's doing a part in the film. And then on day three, I had a really, I had that scene. If you've seen the film, I had that scene where my father character dies. You know, and I'm yep. and I'm shouting at my brothers and all of that. So that whole scene was one take. The director put like three different cameras, and the whole thing was one take. And he was Rajneesh was aware. That I don't speak Tamil, so they had calculated like a couple of hours for that whole scene because they were like, you know, she doesn't speak the language. Plus, it's a very intense scene; it's a hard scene. She's going to take some time naturally. And I did the scene, and that was it. Like we finished the scene in like one take, and then he took wow. one more take just for a different angle. He was like done, and so, so we got done. And as soon as I got done, like I heard somebody clapping, and I turned and it was Rajni sir. And I think that was like the turning point for him, Sweet. where he started viewing me as a like he was like this girl, like he was like you're a good actor, you know. So he started like he started showing a lot more respect towards me. Not like he wasn't earlier. Like obviously he was, but he was like, "Oh, it's a girl. Like she's a new girl who's come." After that day, he was—he took me a little more seriously. And then we spent a lot of time talking in between shots, and you know, I will actually cherish those moments for the rest of my life. All the peta behind-the-scenes moments. Well, the maestro Majid Majidi doing Beyond the Clouds with him—it must have been really life-altering for you, uh, Malavika. Especially because at the time, I remember it was in the news that both Deepika Padukone and Kangana Ranaut were being considered for the part, and the part ultimately went to Malavika Monan. So, talk to me about that film. About the great Majid. Yeah, I would say that was the turning point in my career because that is the film that got me Peta. You know, in a sense, that is also the film that got me Master because Lokesh really liked me. In, like he told me he's all beyond the clouds and he liked the film. So a lot of filmmakers who I consider good filmmakers, Karthik Subbaraj, Lokesh Kanagraj, like I have seen them show interest because I've worked on a film like. You know, because I've done Beyond the Clouds, so that was a turning point in my career. Like getting a chance to work with somebody like a Majid Majidi was a very surreal thought. Like you don't, I have seen so many of his films at different stages in my life while growing up, from Children of Heaven to Bara and to Colors of Paradise. And I follow world cinema. I come from a family that follows world cinema, and I never thought he would come to India and make a film, and let alone that you know I would be a part of that film. So it was quite surreal, and it was crazy creative journey working with somebody like him. He's an actor's director. He's absolutely an actor's director. He. will set up the whole thing and then you know like then the focus is on you and then the focus is on like how to get the performance out of you which such few directors do so it's high energy or soft spoken what is easy high energy or soft spoken 
how is he on the sets or otherwise on set he's very high energy and as soon as he's off set he's the most soft spoken gentle person you'll see and on set he's like a different like completely different temperament i really love your fashion you know your fashion you you become a fashion icon on social media Have was I? it that's something <laughs> yeah of course was it something that came to you at an early age malavika or did you develop your passion for fashion and clothes and sense of style through the years i mean i've never thought of it like that a i don't think of you know that i am a fashion icon or <laughs> like i wear what looks nice to me you know <laughs> if i if i if i may oversimplify it <laughs> but it's been i have gone through enough like th- when you're working you know in the film industry when you are a quote unquote heroine there is a lot of focus on what you're wearing how you're dressed and i have gone through this whole graph where i won ridiculous looking things in the name of fashion and you know had lots of bloopers and it's a graph to even figure out what looks good on you and what doesn't like what makeup True. looks good on you what True. doesn't what hair looks good on you what doesn't you know like my first film that i did with dulkar i feel i look horrible in the film because i had no idea what suited my face i had no idea what to wear which translates well on camera what looks good in real life sometimes may look horrible on camera and you need a good team to you know like tell you about these pros and cons so i think finally you know after a lot of ups and downs i've reached a point where i know at least the basics of what looks good on me and what doesn't so yes <laughs> so so what's your favorite going out fashion and favorite stay at home fashion what can we find malavika at home in and you know going out in at home when it's slightly colder weather i'm in my kaftans so all of these days every day i'm in my kaftan because it's loose it's like a maxi but like a fashionable more fashionable form of a night dress you know so i'm in my kaftans and when it gets really hot in bombay i'm in my shorts and my t-shirt and when people come home my mom's like please wear pants <laughs> <laughs> please wear clothes and come but when i step out i'm all about comfort yeah i really don't believe in wearing anything which is too uncomfortable in the name of fashion i find heels very uncomfortable so i'm very glad this whole sneaker trend has like athleisure has become fashionable i'm very very thankful for that otherwise imagine all these airport looks and all are doing in heels it's like <laughs> who goes to who goes to a plane wearing heels like i just don't get it you know even in the name of fashion how, why would you do that to your feet <laughs> it's it'll kill you <laughs> your dad is such a famous cinematographer you guys must have grown up around cinema you and your brother talk about growing up in that fascinating milieu and the, and the lure of being an actress malavika as opposed to a technician i mean why not an editor or a cinematographer or a filmmaker and why the acting bug growing up in the mohan household i never had an acting bug in fact i had no bug i was going through a very you know almost an existential crisis about what i wanted to do with my life like what is the point of life where are we heading what was yeah, happening I'll go through you that know? once in a life at least. Yeah, yeah, and people think that when you're in college you know what you want to do but a lot of us don't know what we want to do. I knew what I didn't want to do which was anything related to science or commerce but I did know I wanted to pursue something more creative and I think I was at a stage where I was figuring it out should I work in fashion should I work in advertising should I work in you know should I explore like go study cinema should I explore being a director like what and that's when my first film was offered to me. So the universe made the decision for me <laughs> in a sense and Uh, yeah so i did the film i don't think i was good in the film at all i'm not being modest i genuinely don't think i was good in my first film but i did really enjoy the process of acting and i knew that you know i can get better and better and better and it's a constantly growing process right like i still see some of my films and i'm like oh it's so it's it's cringe like what have i done you know and then i see some films 
answer and I'm like okay the thing was a lot better I could have done it better it's a constant evolution and I realized that I I was enjoying that I was enjoying working on it I was enjoying performing so then I started meeting casting directors and you know then the whole struggling process started after my first film usually it's the other way around usually people struggle and get their first film for me I got my first film and then you know <laughs> I struggled that's a lovely nugget there you must be very happy for your co-star Ishan Khattar you kind of grew up in cinematic terms through the making of Beyond the Clouds through all the experiences Ishan is getting a lot of commercial and critical success did you enjoy your time filming with him I did I did he's an amazing co-actor to perform with I mean it's the little things like even if it's my close up you know it's over his shoulder the camera's over his shoulder you can't see his face right or he just has to give cues and we've had such intense emotionally intense scenes in the film that it takes a toll on you mentally like you're drained out after performing like all crying and you know like pleading yelling you know all of these kind of scenes and we do like the master shot and then you know he does his close up and then it's time for my close up and he still to get the react so that i can react the way i can give my 100% he reacts with his 100% so if it's him crying and a close up of me reacting to him cry that boy has actually cried when his face is not even on camera you know just so that i could perform and i really appreciate like i mean those are the kind of co-actors you want to work with right like because that's how you make cinema yeah, so I'm, much of give and take and I, i noticed that in the flow of conversation you said boy i mean i really i still think of him as a, as a boy i mean i told his mom that right, you so know I said boy because he's a couple of, like he's younger to me Correct, right yeah. so it's it was like a you know like a younger brother I know exactly what you're talking about yeah sort sweet. of a vibe Listen I was reading somewhere that you love Africa did you see the migration of the bees I mean I Africa did. is where civilization started so please tell us about your travels and you know start with Africa and then go on to maybe a place in India that you had a wonderful experience uh, traveling to So Africa the trip to Africa was combining two of two things that I'm extremely passionate about one being traveling exploring different cultures and the other one being wildlife so it was these two things coming together and how because it's such a what a beautiful beautiful land and so different from like i've been to europe before i've been to america before i've been to london before africa is unlike anything else that you'll see and this was my first trip to the continent it was my first trip to tanzania to serengeti national park and i did like a 6 7 day safari with my best friends from uh, new york so they came there i went there and we did like the whole christmas new year's chunk together so we got to spend quality time with like lions and rhinos around us you know like how how cool is that <laughs> and um like everybody should visit africa once in their life it's uh, <laughs> it's quite something and a place in india you want to pick for us a place in india you know while growing up we all have these ideas that oh this country is so beautiful that country is so beautiful but honestly the more i see the world because i i try to i love traveling so much i love exploring new culture so much i try to take off at least four to five new countries off my list every year wow so i try not to repeat countries yeah like 2019 i did azerbaijan i did vietnam i did san francisco i did like a couple of more places which i'm forgetting now that means you've so, got to play catch up for 2020 africa you have, do, you have to play I catch do, up for 2020 this year has to be like 10 new countries you know that's no that's no <laughs> Yeah, but in <laughs> India, closer to home. India. So the more I've traveled, I've realized that you know, my father used to keep saying that, like when we were kids, and we, we used to travel a lot as a family while growing up, and we used to travel only within India. So he's taken us to like the remotest of places. He's taken us to like the random, like the smallest of villages in Arunachal Pradesh, to like Kaziranga National Park in northeast, to Assam, to Shillong, to Himachal Pradesh, to old temples in South India. We've gone to so many places. But I, the more I see the world. 
India realized that India is one of the most beautiful countries in the world and there is everything in our country you know so one place that i really love is ladakh i think that's a place i would keep going back to because of how ethereal it is you know when you're landing in fact when you're landing in leh from the plane if you look down it looks like you're landing in mars or something the idea of mars that you have wow. in your head you know like Just stark beauty, stark and, beauty yeah. yeah yeah it's crazy that's one place i love and one place that i'm dying to see dying to visit is kashmir i remember majidi sir telling me that and he's traveled so much he's traveled for film festivals he's traveled for shooting he's traveled all around the world i remember him saying that kashmir is the most beautiful place i've seen in the world and oh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so an actor you think is really good looking. Uh, an actor you just turn around and say handsome. Oh, uh, Ranbir Kapoor. So we're going to keep up. We can keep our fingers crossed for a movie with him. Is there a skill you picked up in lockdown? I mean people are learning softwares, people are learning new dishes to cook. Is there something that you said was constructive about lockdown? I played a lot of ludo. I don't know if that counts as constructive. It does. So ludo. <laughs> That's yes, that's not a useful skill at all. But at, at that point, it was just about keeping your mental sanity. And all of us were playing Ludo. In fact, we were playing so much Ludo, even with like like the whole of master team was playing Ludo together. <laughs> that's really interesting. I'm going to come to another legend you worked with. I mean, a legend in Malayalam cinema. I mean, you, we talked about Dulkar, but you worked with the father, the great Mammootty himself. Uh, How was that? I mean, that must have been spectacular. Your role in, I think it was the Great Father, isn't it? The great Father, the Great Father. So I didn't have a lot of scenes with him in the film. So I would like to do a film with. him when i do have more scenes but i will always have such a special place for mamuti sir in my heart because he's the one who introduced me to cinema like he's the one who offered me my first film i am where i am because of so he'll he'll always be the og <laughs> and is it true that you've signed an ott series with raj and dk i love their work from shore in the city to family man and people are saying it's opposite shahid kapoor from what i hear can we know a little more well i can't speak about it right fair enough it's just uh, talks but uh, there are some date issues so we'll see, we'll see what happens even i don't know Yet, you know? And there is one Kannada film which is actually named after the character that you play, and I want to get your comments on that one. So you want to tell us about Varalakshmi, where you played Varalakshmi? Varalakshmi. I'm personally, you know, I had a really nice and sweet time working on that film, but I don't personally like how that film turned out. Fair so, enough. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not a fan <laughs> of that film. <laughs> And in terms of um, doing the film with Vijay Devarakonda, is that happening, or has that run into some kind of rough weather as far as dates are concerned? Oh, uh, that is. Um Yeah I think he wanted to do the he started working on some other film and that film's not happening anymore because I think there was a creative differences between like within the team there was some creative differences that's not yeah. happening anymore Yeah so why talk about what's not happening listen this was a lovely conversation we got lovely insights into your life into your work into your personal life you've been very generous with your time stay lovely and most importantly stay safe and healthy and I'll be one of those people you know blowing whistles in the theaters when master releases on Pongal and you know wait for you to come on the screen yeah thank you <laughs> thank you thank you that's really sweet of you <laughs> nice talking lots of love malvika cheers